Hey, and welcome to a little project with Soul Survivor looking at words, spirit, and action for today. We've got Matt, Peter, and myself here. We borrowed Cassie's grandma's house at Whale Beach, and we've put together seven episodes for you. Well, welcome to episode two, Peter and Andrew. Good morning. Hi. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're going to look in this episode about culture. Andrew, you're going to lead us on this one. So kick us off. What is culture? I decided, you know, this is, culture has been very popular. It's been um, a topic that everyone's been talking about. And so I had a little Google around and, and one definition to start us, you know, with yes, please. something serious. Yes. Culture is the way of life of a group of people their behaviors, their beliefs, their values, symbols, how they talk, um, and what they accept. And, and this is often without them thinking about it. And it's then that they pass this on, um, either unintentionally or by imitation, and then it happens from one generation to another. Right, that's a good one. So, that, I mean, that's a big one. There's yeah. a lot in that. It's good. But that covers what, what is culture. Um, so the question I guess today we want to look at, like how much does it matter for the church or for your youth group or for your leadership team? And I guess the first point I have is that I think like there is culture whether you like it or not. Mm. Uh, it's there. Yeah. People will experience it when they meet you, when yeah. they meet your team, yeah. or when they come to your ministry. Yes. Um, one little analogy that I um, was thinking about was um, McDonald's. Oh, now so, you got me. So McDonald's, uh, a good movie actually, The, the Founder. I liked that movie. You liked it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it's good to see, but you know, McDonald's spread this culture that it's still around America. But interestingly, I mean, it's it's one of the, across the world, it's, it's had a lot of success. It's spread, it's in my, every continent. Yeah. But what you, what's quite interesting is the head of McDonald's for quite a while um, was Australian. And actually, the hub of McDonald's was in Thornley. Really? Yeah, the there HQ was there. And so they would roll out their new ideas at Thornley. And so, you know, I live not far away, and a bunch of our Soul Survivor community are from that area, and most people have stopped at Thornley. Have you ever been there? Mm hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> so, look, I'm not sure it's in its heyday anymore. Oh. Um, but, <laughs> but. It's still probably one of the cleanest uh, McDonald's, and I remember you know they, whenever they bring something new out, so like you build a burger, you know they that's they, right. They redeck out the whole McDonald's yes. so it looks different, it feels different, and suddenly everyone's creating and building their own burger, and they come yes. in and and they have staff who specifically engage with you, and they they say, hey, come, do you want to do this? I mean, now they've got screens, and yeah. so you've got people that say, hey, do you want to order the counter? Do you want to order the screen? But there's an engagement there and there's a, a feel there. Um, it's always tidy and clean. I think they overstaff, so the place is just like looked after. Yeah. Yeah. But you get this experience that like, wow, that is the HQ of McDonald's. Yes. And so what I mean, what I've discovered in this is that um, I guess it's like anywhere that you love to go and that you'll go back to yeah. is because there was a memorable, good experience. Yeah. And I think that describes culture. Yeah. And so when it comes to camps or youth groups or different ministries that we run as leaders or in our church, mm. um, it's really important that we often pause throughout the year with our team, yeah. with ourselves and with God, and we let the Holy Spirit with us look at what, what is our culture, where is it at, how is it going, mm. and it's really important that we pause and think through that. Mm. Yeah, it's good. And as a leader, when we've got this culture, how do, how do we influence that? How do we change that? How do we 
you know, maybe we are a, lead, a new leader stepping up into a youth group that already has a certain culture. Mm. Um, how do we influence the culture in our youth group? Why does it, why does it matter? And that, that's a great question. That is the big question. Um, I think that's a journey, especially for young leaders, and it, it takes some time. Um, I, I've heard and read some great things around love and, and how, I guess, if we want to have influence and we want to um, impact or transform or change culture, it, it begins with love. Um, and I think Jesus showed that, and um, Paul certainly taught that without love, it means nothing. It's a clanging symbol. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it begins with, we need to first love what is there, mm. and then build enough relationship through love. Mm. And like this might sound like a hidden agenda, and I guess you want to be transparent with those relationships. Yeah. But it needs to happen with love. Um, because it's it's through love and relationship. That's that's what Jesus did for us through His agape love and laying down His life. I think that's how that that's the foundation of our leadership as we love and work with a team and with a leader mm. to then create a culture that's shifting and changing um, that impacts. Where do I get that from? I guess the best scripture that I love um, that really impacted my heart is in John thirteen, um, verse thirty four and thirty five. It says to, to um, a new command I give you, love one another as I've loved you. And it's by this love that you will prove to the world that you're my disciples. Mm -hmm. And the love there, as I just mentioned, that agape love, is, is this, this first and foremost way that we begin to create a culture where everything's done by love. What, what is agape love? What does that mean? <laughs> you know what it means. I know what it means. Well, agape is a Greek word. <laughs> Um, and the scriptures use it. Uh, it's sacrificial love. It's um, the truest love. God is love and he sent his own son. And it's the love that Jesus gave up his life. So it's giving up of, of yourself for the sake of others. Mm. And so what does that look like then on a Friday night as you're making milkshakes or you're on the barbecue or you're hanging out? Because that's when, when the culture really begins to happen. But you want people to experience a servant heart, mm. a loving heart. Jesus's heart. So if they walk into your youth group, just as you walk into McDonald's Thornley, um, there needs to, it needs to feel and taste a bit like Jesus, a bit like who God is. Mm. Mm. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. No. If you're teaching about this and your experience of it is really different. Yeah. So, yeah. You may as well go to the local driving range or the local cinema and, and sit down and watch a movie. Yeah. Um, you want your ministry or your youth group to experience the people that come to experience something in it mm. yeah it's good so andrew at youth group being a youth pastor mm. culture and love let's drill that down to some practicals yeah definitely definitely and we want to get practical so i guess hospitality is such a big one um, um I always tell people it kind of starts with you and the culture that you have with god and then it like then you create something with your team and then that can flow into the kids yeah. and the youth. And so if there's that, that flow happening, then it kind of means if you want youth kids that pray, it would be really helpful if you pray with your team. Yes. Um, or if you want them to have fun and laugh and, and have a really close accepting culture, yes. you want that in your team. Yes. And so I've found the best thing I've ever done, and in the five years um, with my team I've been leading, we go away in the middle of the year every year. Yep. Um, and that's a time where it isn't all about creating a program or planning, but it's actually about 
um, going on walks, visiting the beach, looking for whales, yeah. um, having food, having laughs, um, and it builds something together. We also yeah. pray, we, we sing together, and we, we learn to love in that deep, deep sense yeah. that that's the culture we then want the kids to experience. Yeah. And, and that's been really powerful the last five years. Right. Um, we've been amazed that the kids have caught that. They didn't maybe know it was happening, but they now call each other family. Mm-hmm. A lot of them um, come from, from families that perhaps haven't been the best experience for them. And they actually refer to our youth group like, as a, a family field. That's awesome. That's so good. And, and so I guess that culture of, of family, of love, of hospitality, of, of fun, of food, has become the experience that um, they've caught. And mm-hmm. that is because of culture. Mm-hmm. But culture requires work. It requires time and prayer and attention. And, and planning, yeah. um, doing fun things. So every term we have like a team night yeah. or we have a barbecue together or we go out and do something together. Yeah. And we try to live that out mm-hmm. first with each other. And I love that because a lot of you know youth pastors who are very time efficient and everyone's busy, they're like, oh, we, know, we need to make the most of this time in planning for the term or yeah. whatever. Um, but what you're saying is actually, yeah. it's so important to have that time together to build family and culture as a team. Yeah. Um, and it filters down to the kids, they notice. Yeah, it's good. I, I'll often hear, like, oh, we don't really have time outside of the Friday mm-hmm. to do anything else. And I hear you, like, I know that's hard, but look, we, we as young people, young adults, like, we can come up with excuses and we can find time for all sorts of things. Yeah. I think this is one you, you cannot afford to um, not embrace and, mm-hmm. and find, even if it's two or three things a year. Yeah. That over five years is. 15 things. Yeah. Well, Peter, you are a soul survivor this year, particularly have been guiding our soul teams, and you visit a whole bunch of different churches. Yeah. What have you seen in the culture of, of the different teams and youth groups? Um, what's some good things? What's some, maybe some things that need a little bit of love that you can help give some tips? Yeah, sure. I think every youth group has their own culture um you can copy someone else's culture if you want to but at the end of the day because it's built on relationships and because it's built like family it's going to be different and it's going to be different to the guys next door um and the cool thing about that is god's called us each to have our own role in the kingdom our own purpose um and so each kid that is there is meant to be there because you know because you know god's called them there and and you know he's put them in your care um and so when it comes to culture um and your leadership team one of the things that we've noticed that's really important is just noticing every single kid in the room Mm -hmm. so or youth in the room i should say so when a youth comes into the room say hey how's it going hey billy exactly stop what you're doing say hi acknowledge that they're there it makes a real difference and as the kids are coming in um as a leadership team just make sure that you are really saying hi how was your week um, and particularly, you know, you know, with new youth and new people coming into that place as well, it's really important. Um, and again, that's family. Again, that's for the one, um, and making sure that we are loving on everyone in that way. Um, another thing, everyone loves food. Yes. Um, it sounds real simple, but it it is actually the best culture building thing you can do and it it makes people happy it really does and Mm. and the things that you do around the table and the things that you do as a youth group in that and just you know sharing a meal together hanging out together going for a walk you know down the beach and just hanging out is a a culture builder that you know you've done as a team and then you do it as a youth group as well um and 
that you know it filters into your planning of your term and mm. it filters into the planning of, of your night so yeah mm. those are the two huge ones mm. thank you no thank you mm. question for matt yes um soul survivor right. some people they see some of the insta stories and photos and it looks like maybe not a lot of work happens and a lot of fun and silliness. Can you talk to us about that? Do you actually get any work done? <laughs> I do. Yeah, um, well, one, one of the things that happened a long time ago and started a long time ago and I remember needing to accept that feedback because sometimes you're not aware of your culture. Mm. You know, you think you're very serious with God and and actually you, you're not <laughs> like, yeah. but you didn't mean to be like that. So a lot of, when, we, when we were getting feedback, do you guys get anything done? I was like, oh, oh no. And then I thought, actually, that is a culture I'm actually trying to portray. Uh, not the not getting any work done thing. <laughs> uh, and I'm really glad that there is the fruit <laughs> of uh, all the events we run and the teams that go out. It's like very organized. But we're being intentional to say, especially in Australian culture, uh, that work is fun. Mm. So I've chosen to make sure that the workplace is a fun, uh, sometimes silly uh, workplace, but it kind of only happens for a minute or two and then we all bunker down and get stuck in again. But it is important to me to have a fun culture. So people like coming to work mm. and um, and that they, they find that God is actually, he is fun, yeah. you know, and so that is an intentional thing, but it started by taking feedback and being bagged out about it, um, but that's okay. Hey, well, thank you for being honest with us. That's all right. It's good to uncover that truth, and I hope our listeners out there have heard that the fun, <laughs> the fun and the laughs only ever goes on for two minutes. <laughs> That's it. No, sometimes five. <laughs> no, I appreciate that because I, I remember stumbling in the office um, quite a few years ago, and at first I was taken back by it, but I found it gave me energy. It yeah. gave me like joy yeah. to actually want to work harder yeah. um, and to serve with a, a fuller heart. And yeah. so I was really thankful for that culture. Yeah. Uh, Peter, do you agree? Yeah, I do. I think um, having a fun office space is always really empowering. And I think it's always, you know, it drives you to work hard when you're working hard. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. And I think in that, you've just given everyone a little bit of gold for what that looks like, whether it's a Friday night or a Sunday afternoon on how a culture of fun and joy in the team and laughs actually will, will help um, build the team up to serve yes. with, with um, yeah, joy and, yeah. and a fullness. So as we come into land, um, actually I, I just had another thought that I remembered many years ago when you came on a soul team, you gave, I asked for some feedback and some ideas about our culture. And I guess this is where the working on your culture comes in, but you actually, one thing you really honestly shared with me was that Sometimes my I said it in love. You did. You did. <laughs> um, you, you, you pointed out that perhaps in our group um, we weren't as good at showing like we were wanting to listen to say a talk or the MC, and that um, sometimes people looked a bit sad. Yeah. And, <laughs> yes. And you mentioned that this happens in a lot of places. Yes, it does. So I didn't take it too deeply to heart. Great. But it was something I slowly brought up with with my team, and we were work still working on. Um, but uh, it's amazing how actually the little details matter 
and just something like when you've got visitors or when you're listening to the word of God or when you're someone sharing a testimony that you don't look at your phone or you don't look like you're bored or sad. It's actually important to care about what you're getting to. So I really was thankful for that. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, good. Good. And I think that gives a bit of insight into culture. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, your vision of the culture of love and all of that, it sounds fantastic, obviously. (laughs) Yes. Uh, But what if I've got, let's say I've got 10 kids in my youth group and seven of them are just crazy. But I've got this picture and this culture I really want to bring. Talk to us about, about when that's a reality for some of us. No, that, that's good, that's good. You know, if I think back actually the, the roots of our youth group in the last 10 years, we, we had a skate park and we put that in the underground car park and with that, guess what? A lot of different kids came in. Yeah. The kids we wanted to meet, kids yeah. from outside the church, yeah. from sort of different cultures. Yeah. And to be honest, our culture for a few years went, went wild. Yeah. Um, we had to get parents in yeah. as security at the front just to increase presence of wow. yeah. discipline. Excellent. Um, and, and that did work. Um, you know, our numbers went nuts and all these people were coming and then we had to do some things that actually trimmed that down. Yeah. Um, but then on just a, you know, a relational level in your small groups and, and whether you, you know, let's say you had 10 kids and seven of them are going wild. Mm. It's, it's one of my favorite journeys I have with our leaders that lead that kind of younger, younger kids because mm. um, one thing I encourage in them is we don't just want to become school teachers or angry parents. Yeah. Um, you can't control yeah. how people behave and mm. that I don't think was Jesus' approach. Mm. I think Jesus' approach was just hanging in there, mm-hmm. being there with them, mm-hmm. and, and beginning to ask questions and get to know their life. Maybe go underneath that iceberg and find out mm-hmm. um, why are they angry? Yeah. Why are they being destructive? Yeah. Why are they swearing? Yeah. Um, and as you go below the behaviors and ask the questions, you begin to start to, to speak into their who they are yeah. and what's going on in their life. Yeah. And that takes time. Yes. Like, uh, for a few years, we had to just walk through years. that. Yeah, honestly, uh, honestly, Rome wasn't built in a day. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never been to Rome. Actually, no, I have. You have? Yeah, but anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yes, so years again. Years, sometimes, for some of the kids. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we've had to talk to parents, yeah. to be honest with everyone. Yeah. And that, that can really help just bring a bit more seriousness to their behavior. Yeah. Especially if they're ever making it unsafe for other kids, or yeah. they're bullying or mistreating any other kids. Yeah. Um, there needs to be some, some increased boundaries. Sometimes yeah. we've brought relational covenants that they have to sign. Right. Relational commitments right. to be a part of the youth group. Oof. And, and that keeps the culture of family. We say that at this youth group, we don't hit each other yeah. we're angry yeah um, or we don't use names repetitively yeah uh, or at all yeah <laughs> yeah um, and so that's been but yeah you ask about years well yes sometimes but look there's been other times where honestly with a heck of a lot of prayer and love yeah um, I, I've seen within months with mm. sometimes even within weeks yeah. but it, it all depends on the type of kids and how many mm. and so yeah I guess I turn to you guys sometimes it does take years or you might be in the middle of your term, you feel like you're in the trenches right now, Yeah. what would you guys say to some of our leaders that are like, man, my culture is sinking, mm. or it's tough right now? Mm. I think like family, that's what you do. You, like we've talked about this idea of family mm. in culture, and it's 
you walk through that stuff together and it is about you know going under the iceberg because that is where the tough stuff is and that is where yeah. getting to know each other is but I think as well like you have to ask the Lord for his help during that because mm-hmm. you need a lot of wisdom and you need a lot of um, prayer you need people praying for you as you mm-hmm. do that with the kids because um, building a culture can be tricky mm-hmm. and it can be hard but it's worth it because mm-hmm. family is worth it and it's worth it for that kid and it's worth it for their journey with Jesus mm-hmm. um, and so yeah I just encourage a lot of prayer for wisdom and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing when you when mm-hmm. you do that yeah. yeah, and I'd say find some other cultures, so some other groups that you could take your people to yeah. and they could experience and then you could then go back to McDonald's with your group and talk about, hey, you know, these guys are really enthusiastic about God, but to be honest, we're just not. Mm. And then have those conversations. But through experiencing other families, yeah. mm. you can then reflect upon your family That's and good. say, well, where have we got to grow? And we can do it, guys. We could we could be more joyful and more prayerful and so on. So I think mm. take them to some other experiences. Uh, so finally, as we come to land, the, the other picture this morning I was reminded of, the little story in Mark 2, that house is overflowing. Jesus is there with his disciples and crowds have, have filled this house that um, a, a little group of people climb the roof, they cut a hole out, and they drop their friend in because they, they had heard about who this Son of God, Jesus, was, what he was doing, the power he had. And there was obviously such a culture and a word of mouth that had spread that yeah. they, they cut a hole in, and then this guy was forgiven and healed. Mm. But I just think it's this little picture of that's the kind of like catchy, engaging, exciting this was a culture of healing, of love, of power mm. that they climbed the roof to get to. Mm. Yeah. And I think that might give us a little picture of, of how we can get a vision from Jesus and uh, give some attention to our culture mm. as leaders and with our teams for the sake of reaching kids that do or that especially do not know Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Good. Good. Thanks, Andy. Good. Amen. Mm.